But I'd like to talk about a detail of the Sin of the Golden Calf that uh, is really perplexing based on the rabbi's understanding of the surrounding events. In terms of the timeline, the Jewish people arrived to Desert Sinai on what we call Rosh Chodesh Sivan, which is the first of the month of Sivan, and either six or seven days later were the Ten Commandments being uttered by Hashem in a manifest way to all the Jewish people. Forty days after that is when Moshe is scheduled to come down with the tablets, and he actually comes down the morning of the 17th of Tammuz with the tablets. He sees the hullabaloo uh, with the golden calf, and he breaks the tablets. Now, it is very clear, because Moshe tells the people that he's going to be back in 40 days, so why were the people so antsy, and why did they come to this mistaken conclusion that Moshe is not coming back? The, the way the Torah describes it is that the people saw that Moshe was late. He wasn't late. So the rabbis explain <clears throat> that Moshe went up during the daytime after the Sinai experience. He went up during the daytime. And the people counted the day before that night as day number one. So even though it wasn't a 24-hour day, they said, look, this is a day. And by the way, most of the times we also count that as day number one. For example, circumcision, if a baby is born one minute before sunset, that's day one. Even, even one minute of the first day would be day one. And the bris would be, you know, to the week on that day. So it's not so bizarre that the Jewish people count day one, the daytime of Moshe Rabbeinu's ascent of his going up to the mountain. But the rabbis tell us that really, because in Judaism, <clears throat> night is supposed to precede day, they should have waited to start counting day one at nightfall. And because of that, they were off in their calculation. They had expected Moshe to come back the day before. He was not back yet. And so, therefore, they thought that he was late. Is that, um, did I, did, was I clear? Should I do that again? Okay. So the question is, okay, you know, the biggest catastrophe of Jewish history in terms of sin is the golden calf. And it's all happening because... It's all happening because you know they they started they made a miscalculation on when to count the day. It seems a little strange that uh, this terrible terrible thing should happen because they miscalculated starting from the daytime instead of the night before. So I would like to suggest something that I know we've spoken about a little bit in the past, but I think is very very important uh, to remind ourselves about that the significance of a day without a night is similar to starting to act before we think. One of the major reasons why in Judaism the night is before the day is because the night is much more a time for thinking and introspection and calculating and strategizing, and the day is much more the time for doing and activity and making calls, et cetera, et cetera. But the night is really supposed to be the time to prepare the day. And when it comes to specifically the Torah, it's fundamentally important to know that the Torah is not just a book of activities. The Torah is a book of intentional activities. What we do when it comes to the mitzvahs, as we were just learning about in, in, uh, 
Pirkei Avos and what in and the significance of, of doing a mitzvah. So much of it depends on the way we do it, the intention that we have when we're doing it, understanding the purpose of doing it. That's the proper way to understand and accept and receive Torah. And so therefore, I suggest that it's not coincidental that the mistake of the Jewish people in which they kind of rejected Hashem because they were worried about where Moshe was and were not able to finish off properly the receiving of the Torah is because they were tending to look more at the Torah as a book of activities, action items, if you will, and not lifelong pursuits of meaning and purpose. And when any of us get involved in busy, 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 and we don't take the time to be studying, to be strategizing, to be thinking very carefully and mindfully and intentionally about everything that the Torah requires, we're actually not performing Torah the right way. And what can happen from that is what happened with the Jewish people. We can think of the laundry list of things that we have to do. And we can either uh, resent it or resent some of it, enjoy some of it, and kind of just like try to get through it and move on. But that really <coughs> leads, in theory, to terrible repercussions, ultimately even, God forbid, to rejecting the Torah, just as the Jewish people did when they worshipped the golden calf. So I think it's not at all a coincidence that a catalyst for the sin of the golden calf is not fully internalizing the importance of the night before the day. And so I'm, I'm suggesting that one of the things that we all really have to do, and it's something I talk more and more about to students, I just did um, a little retreat in Pennsylvania with some of our high school students, and I spoke to them about time management and the four quadrants of time management that you know the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People discusses, because we have to be in a planning stage a lot of our life if our doing is going to be meaningful, effective, and able to get us to our goals, and specifically in this case, the goals of the Torah, or what Hashem wants from us. So therefore, I suggest to all of you something I suggest, I've done in the past, and I hope to be implementing again very soon in my family now that my children are a little bit older. I call it the Matzah Shabbos, or the Saturday night family planning for next Shabbos meeting. So we talk about next Shabbos and what we would like to do to make next Shabbos better. And that ultimately leads to planning many other things in our lives and doing it very carefully, engaging with the children and really thinking about what is Shabbos and what does it take to make Shabbos beautiful and why do we you know, want to do it and what really everybody feels about it, what would help them. And it dramatically improves the quality of Shabbos, but it also very quickly dramatically improves the quality of family life because now we're thinking of ourselves as a unit that can make decisions, that can make improvements, that can do things to help one another. And that is a much more effective way of doing actions. Any questions or comments? Yes, Joseph. Uh, I just, I'm not clear about the timeline. Because the golden calf was didn't happen just in one day. It didn't happen over over a period of a few days. People were antsy, so to speak, because they were having doubts 
way before uh, before uh, the fourth the fourth day the D day. Is it, am I did my did I get it right? Yeah. Or my so perception it, is wrong. No, no, no. You're right. So basically, <clears throat> they are waiting for Moshe to come down. They know officially that it's going to be forty days, but because they started counting too early, at the very end, they're very antsy. So I'm not um, here saying that it was just a couple of hours that they made a mistake. I'm saying that philosophically their approach was incorrect and that just like they had a sort of a willingness <clears throat> to say, look, this is too hard for us. We need a, you know, a golden calf. We need an intermediary, right? They, they similarly, right, like that mindset is, is similar to looking at the Torah as a book of rules and regulations without clarity and understanding that we have to be very strategic about the things that the Torah asks us to do. When I say the reason that it relates to strategy is because their initial mistake was thinking that when it comes to finishing receiving the Torah, which is what's happening when Moshe is bringing down <coughs> the first set of tablets, is they're thinking that what's important is, okay, the rules and the regulations you know, when, and, and similar, when is Moshe coming down? Oh, he's coming down in 40 days. But if they would do a more kind of introspective process and understand that, you know, when God says not to do idolatry, it's not just because he, you know, has his own pet peeves, if you will, but because idolatry means that we can fool ourselves to false realities. Idolatry means that we become too narcissistic and self-serving, right? Idolatry means a lot of things. But you don't think that way unless you're kind of realizing that the mitzvos have a goal, just like we were discussing a couple of minutes ago in, in Pirkei Avos. And so the mistake of counting a day without a night is similar to the mindset of the Jewish people at this time. That's all I'm saying. And the mindset was, okay, let's finish the process. Let's get the rest of the rules. Okay, we need the tablets. And, and then we're done. As opposed to really... The mindset is, no, we need to constantly be thinking about, you know, what the purpose of all these rules are and be very strategically incorporating into our life, but also making sure that we're living the purpose of it, not just focused on the activities of it. Thank you. All right. It's been a pleasure, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Have a happy birthday. Thank you, thank you.